Damn it, guys. Coach is right. If we want to win, it's on us. Stop laughing. Be attentive. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Damn It, Guys. Coach is right. If you need a little background on the name, I'm sorry. It's a tad explicit, but you just heard the first clip. It's from an iconic Vine. If you don't know what Vine is, um, I don't know where you were at in um, those couple years, uh, but hey man, it's something that stuck in my head for years. That that clip was so funny, it stuck in my head for years. And when I was trying to decide a name for this podcast, I wanted something that was gonna be original because a lot of sports podcasts nowadays, they got the same name. Um, you search somebody's podcast, like 10 different ones come up and it's like, hey, look, I wanted to be original. And uh, shout out to the guy who made that Vine years ago, whoever he's at. If this podcast ever does numbers one day, I will pay him some royalties. Um, but yeah, man, we going to jump right into this. No trailer episode, none of that. We don't got time for that nowadays, man. You just got to jump into things. Life is short. Why wait, right? You see the episode title, Dame to Milwaukee, Drew Holiday to Boston. Now, first and foremost, if you don't know me personally, I'm going to say it right now, and I'm probably going to mention it, not every episode, but I will talk about it a lot. I am a Philly fan. Every single team. I'm not one of those people who have different teams, different cities. Like, I'm not one of those people who, you know, like the Celtics, then like the Yankees, then like the the Florida Panthers, then like the Dodgers and all this type of stuff. Like, nah, bro, it don't make it. That doesn't make any sense to me. It never did. But to each his own. Right. Like who you want to like. I'm not judging, but I'm not like that. I stick to one city. I'm from South Jersey. I only live 40 minutes away from Philly. That's all I've known my whole life. Ever since I was a little kid, like when I could first start remembering stuff, I already had Eagles gear. You know what I mean? It was just, that's all I know. I remember watching the Phillies win the World Series in 08. I remember I was in my parents' room, saw Brad Liz throw that last... That last pitch, man, and they all piled on top of each other, um, you know, so I, that's all I know, man, bleed Philly, even though I've seen some bad times, trust me, um, I'm Philly forever, so I'm just putting that disclaimer out there, so if I do have bias, which you're going to hear in this episode, um, that's what it is. I'm a Philly fan saying that right now. First episode, got that out the way. So you get me, right? You feel me? Dame Lillard to Milwaukee. Now, I was in the gym when I heard this news and I was sick to my stomach. Now, Dame did request a trade to Miami about two months ago. And the Blazers were not trying to fulfill that wish. Now, I will say I respect it. I told people this. If I was a general manager, 
and my superstar talent who's mentioned on a multitude of occasions that he's loyal. He wouldn't ever try to create a super team or jump ship and said all these things over the years. Then all of a sudden he says, you know what? I want to go specifically to this one team who just made the finals last year. Oh, I'm being stingy too. I'm going to be like, look, to that team he wants to go to, Miami Heat, y'all better offer a haul. I'm talking about a bunch of players. Give me Hero. Give me Caleb Martin. Give me Duncan Robinson. Give me Jovich and picks. Give me all that. This is Damian Lillard at the end of the day. And the market is messed up. We have to realize that there's many factors, right? This is the example I always go to. Rudy Gobert last offseason. When he got traded to Minnesota, bro, he got traded for four first-round picks and four players. It might have been five players, but I think it was four and four first-round picks. Rudy Gobert. Now, unfortunately, he's a future Hall of Famer. <sighs> I'm going to complain about the Basketball Hall of Fame in a different episode, but today we're going to talk about the trade market. Rudy Gobert really messed that up. People's trade values now are insane. And again, if Minnesota traded away all those pieces for Rudy Gobert, what do you think teams are going to ask Dame Lillard for? What do you think they're going to offer him up for? So I don't understand why Miami was being stingy. Like, you have a lot of assets. You have a lot of young assets. It's Dame Lillard, okay? You guys just made the finals last year. Imagine you add him to the team now they would have lost depth for sure they would have struggled with their bench area but i mean it's worth the risk at this point jimmy's getting older i mean you might as well right but the blazers ended up trading dane to milwaukee now when i say i was sick to my stomach i'm a sixers fan and we didn't do anything okay i'm gonna get to that but listen Dame going to Milwaukee is scary, bro. Dame and Giannis, two top 10 players in the league right now. That pick and roll is going to be unguardable, bro. Dame said today at media day that who's going to stop our pick and roll? Now, that sounds like a challenge. That sounds like an open challenge to all 29 other teams in the league. Hey, look, what are we going to do about this? But the Bucks just have a deep team, bro. They're my favorites to win the finals this year. If they don't win the finals, that's a bust. That's a bust. And we might have some uncomfortable conversations about Dane. And Giannis, you too, buddy. If y'all don't win the championship this year and y'all healthy, because I know a big thing about Milwaukee in the last couple of years, people have been like, oh, Middleton hasn't been help healthy. You know, if Middleton was healthy last year, if he was healthy this season, you know, so if Middleton's healthy, if everybody's healthy, right? If everybody's healthy and they don't win the championship, that's a bust, okay? That's bad. We're going to have some uncomfortable conversations about Dame and Giannis. That's all I'm going to say about that, right? But that's a scary, that's a scary pickup. The Bucks getting Dame. 
Whew. The thing is, I'm a fan of Dame too, but I just hate that he's in the East now, man. That's where my bias comes in. Being a Sixers fan is very upsetting. Now, <laughs> I, I got to talk about this. It's in the title. I got to mention it. Drew Holiday to the Celtics. At first, I was worried. Because as soon as Drew was traded to Portland for Dame, right? They said they were going to shop Drew immediately. They said that. And I'm like, okay. The next thing you know, they, they're tweeting. Analysts are tweeting that the Sixers are interested in Drew. Now I'm hyped. Okay, I'm not too hyped. But I'm like, okay, cool. This would be a good move for us. Get Harden off my team and get Drew back, right? That would be cool. Maxie and Drew backcourt? That's perfect. Maxie at the one, Drew at the two. I would love that, right? But no. The Boston Celtics. My most hated team in the league. I hate the Boston Celtics. I hate them. The whole city of Boston, like their sports teams are like very hated by a lot of people. Um, dating back decades and decades. It's honestly, it's mainly because of their success and other problems within Boston itself. Well, we don't got to get into that today. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But I hate Boston and the fact that they got Drew Holiday had me mad, had me upset. It scared me a little bit at first when I first read the news. But after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm not moved. Because Boston in the offseason lost Malcolm Brogdon, who was sixth man of the year last year. They lost Robert Williams, who couldn't stay healthy, but he was a great defensive center. Got a lot of rebounds. They lost Grant Williams, <laughs> who the only positive thing I'll say about that guy is that he's a hustle guy. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. And um, oh, my God, my, my brain is drawing a blank right now. Oh, how can I forget? They lost their heart and soul of the team, Marcus Smart. Now they gained Drew Holiday and Chris Porzingis. Now, this is why I'm not moved by Boston. They're starting five. Sounds pretty good. Okay? It sounds pretty good. But this is where I'm not moved. That bench is pathetic. The Celtics bench is so bad, bro. That starting five, listen. I... Listen, I got faith in most of their starting five besides Porzingis because he stays hurt. Porzingis is always hurt. And the fact that they traded Marcus Smart for him was very questionable in my opinion. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but earlier that day, they traded Malcolm Brogdon and ended up getting Porzingis back. That made me scared. As a Sixers fan, and as a basketball fan, I was like, wow, that's a great move. Trading Brogdon for Porzingis was a great move. But then 
Malcolm Brogdon has a lingering elbow injury. And the Clippers, because Brogdon got traded to the Clippers, it was a multi-team tra uh, trade. And um, the Clippers found out about this lingering injury, and they backed out of the deal. They said, never mind. So the trade fell through, didn't happen. A couple hours later, Boston traded Brogdon, I mean, traded Marcus Smart instead, which is ridiculous because I'll tell you this, especially as a Sixers fan, I hated playing Marcus Smart. I hated playing him because he's a nuisance. And especially last year in the playoffs when they played us, he was like a sniper. He hit all these threes. I'm like, yo, since when can Marcus Smart shoot the ball? Marcus Smart, he, listen, listen. I hate how much he flops and I hate how annoying he is. He's less annoying to me now, now that he's on the Grizzlies, but he would dive on the floor. He knocked down, he knocked down a shot. He draw a foul. You know what I mean? He would talk. And he was the longest tenured Boston Celtic and they traded him for Chris Porzingis. Call me a hater, but I don't see the big deal with Chris Porzingis. I don't see it. Did he have a lot of potential at one point? Yes, he did. He's 7'3", bro. 7'3", in a, in a shooter? That's rare. That's super rare. But the thing is, he stays hurt. He has plantar fasciitis. He has a lingering foot injury that's, that's like, bro, that's, that's risky. So you're telling me Boston's bigs are just Horford and Porzingis? I'm not moved. Horford is what, 55 years old now? I'm not moved. Now, Tatum and Brown, they nice, they nice, they nice. But another reason why I'm not moved is because Brown just got paid over $300 million. Tatum, next year or the year after that, I forget. He's definitely going to get $330 million, And then they're going to be in cap hell for the next decade. And they're not going to be able to sign anybody. Okay. I'm not moved. Drew Holiday to Boston, it's cool. They're probably going to beat us like they always do. They always beat the Sixers. Everybody beats the Sixers. We stink. Our best offseason move was Kelly Oubre. Are you serious? I'm tired, man. I'm tired of other teams making moves. Milwaukee got Dame. Boston got Drew, and what are we doing? We're not doing anything, bro. We're not doing anything, bro. It's upsetting. You know, it, it, it hurts me a little bit, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm just fed up with the Sixers. I'm Philly for life, and I'm never going to stop being a fan, but it's like at some point it's tiring. Today was media day, and James Harden didn't show up. Ooh, I'm so surprised. James Harden quits on every team he plays on. He's trying to force his way out. <laughs> He's trying to force a trade to the Clippers, and it's like, bro, the Clippers don't even want you. The Clippers, apparently, they said they wouldn't even trade Terrence Mann for James Harden right now. They didn't want to give up Terrence Mann to trade. The fact that they wouldn't give up Terrence Mann, and I'm not saying Terrence Mann is a bad player. He's a good role player. But they wouldn't give him up for James Harden says a lot.
James Harden, I don't know who you think you are at this point in your career, because I feel like you still think you're like Houston level Harden, the way you be forcing your way out of teams and thinking teams are just going to trade whatever for you. Bro, you're not that guy anymore. You showed it in the playoffs. Yeah, you had those two games where you had 40, but then you had other games where you had nine points. So it's like, mm, mm. and you wonder why Daryl Morey didn't want to give you a max contract, bro. It doesn't make any sense. Look, you're not that guy anymore, bro. And I'm just tired of the Sixers going through the same thing. Every offseason, like we just watch teams make moves and look at us stagnant, not doing anything. So I'm ready for another mediocre season. I'm ready for a first round or second round bounce. But yeah, man, Dame to Milwaukee, Bucks are my favorites to win the finals. Celtics, they don't move me. I don't see them beating the Bucks in a series. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say, man. What a way to kick off this show, right? Hey, look. Thank you for tuning in. To damn it, guys, coach is right. And um, next episode coming right back at you. Um, going to talk about some NFL. Going to talk about the NFL. Uh, we're going to talk about this past Sunday's games. You know I'm going to talk about my birds. 4-0, baby. What you talking about? Let's go. Thank you for tuning in again. And uh, yeah, peace.